Discipline versus punishment. Child discipline, probably the least enjoyable part of parenting. It can be frustrating, discouraging, and exhausting. It is one of the most common and toughest challenges of parenthood. As it turns out, using punishment is not the only way nor a good way to successfully discipline a child. What is the difference between discipline and punishment? Many people use discipline and punishment interchangeably, but they are not synonyms. Discipline and punishment are not the same things. Discipline is the practice of training someone to behave in accordance with rules or a code of behavior. To discipline means to teach. To teach is to show and explain how to do something. It focuses on teaching desirable future behavior. To punish is to inflict suffering for past behavior. But the difference between discipline and punishment goes deeper than just the meaning of the words. Here is also a difference in how a child's brain reacts to them. Punishment is not just physiologically bad, it is actually harmful to the brain. Parents, we want healthy brains for our kids, right? So, keep listening and you'll find out why and how punishment is bad for our kids' brains and what to do to discipline. I am Tommy Warren, Chief Podcaster for PrimetimeParenting.org. We're at PrimetimeParenting.org. We don't see problems. We see solutions. You must be thinking, if we don't punish, how else can parents discipline their child and make them behave? For many parents, punishing is the only way they they know how to discipline. But discipline means to teach, and you don't have to punish to teach. When it comes to correcting your child's misbehavior, there is a big difference between punishment and discipline. While punishment focuses on making a child suffer for breaking the rules, discipline is about teaching him how to make a better choice next time. What is punishment? Punishment instills a penalty for a child's offense. It's about making the child pay for his mistakes. Sometimes the desire to inflict punishment stems from a parent's feelings or frustrations. At other times, it stems from desperation. A parent may feel compelled to yell, spank, or remove every privilege a child has ever had in an effort to send a clear message that this behavior better change or else. Punishment is about controlling a child rather than teaching the child how to control himself. And the most often, punishment changes the way a child thinks about himself. A child who endures serious punishment may begin to think that I am bad. Instead of thinking he made a bad choice, he may believe he's a bad person. Authoritarian parents are most likely to punish kids. Punishment, like spanking, is meant to inflict physical pain and suffering. Problems with punishments? Well, punishment don't teach children how to behave. 
A child who receives a spanking for hitting his brother does not learn how to resolve conflict peacefully. Instead, he'll be left feeling confused about why it's okay for you to hit him, but it's not okay for him to hit his brother. Punishment also teaches kids that they are not able to be in control of themselves. They learn their parents must manage their behavior because they are not able to do it on their own. Harsh punishment can cause kids to dwell on the anger towards a person inflicting the pain rather than the reason they got into trouble. So rather than sit and reflect on how he can do a better job the next time, a child who is forced to sit in the corner for hours may spend his time thinking about how to get revenge on the caregiver who put him there. What is discipline? Discipline teaches children new skills, such as how to manage their behavior, solve problems, and deal with uncomfortable emotions. Discipline helps kids learn from their mistakes and teaches them socially appropriate ways to deal with emotions like anger and disappointment. Discipline teachers include strategies such as timeout or removal of privileges. The goal is to give kids a clear negative consequence that will help him make a better decision in the future. Discipline takes an authoritative approach. Healthy discipline involves giving kids clear rules and consistent negative consequences when they break the rules. Consequences are also time sensitive. So while punishment may involve a parent removing all electronics indefinitely, discipline might involve taking away a TV for 24 hours when a child refuses to turn it off. The benefits of discipline. Discipline is proactive rather than reactive. It prevents many behavior problems and it ensures kids are actively learning from their mistakes. Many discipline techniques involve positive approaches such as praise and reward systems. Positive reinforcement encourages good behavior to continue and provide kids with clear incentives to follow the rules. Discipline also fosters positive relationships between parents and kids. And quite often, the positive relationship reduces attention-seeking behavior and motivates the kids to behave. While discipline allows for appropriate amounts of guilt, it isn't about shaming kids. And that is crucial. A child who feels good about himself is less likely to make poor choices. Instead, he'll have a confidence in his ability to manage his behavior. By definition, discipline is what people do to guide, encourage, and otherwise help others learn what acceptable behavior is what it looks like, and how it is done. This definition applies to relationship between a parent and a child, of course. Without being too much of a stretch of the imagination, it perhaps can also be applied to adult relationships and relationships between employers and employees. On the other hand, punishment is a reaction to misbehavior. Punishment usually hurtful and may even be unrelated to this misbehavior. In the short term, punishment may prevent a repeat of the behavior, but in the long run, 
It is ineffective because it doesn't teach the appropriate behavior or help the child or other person learn what to do instead. In parenting situations, punishment may release the parent's angry feelings, but it can create fear of humiliation in the child. Punishment in families and workplaces rarely leads to creation of respect-based or respectful relationship. When children misbehave, parents and adults need to help the child learn appropriate behaviors. Punishment may give immediate results, but it does not help the child develop the self-control they would need in order settings and situations when the parent or adult who delivers punishment is not present. Research shows or supports the conclusion that discipline is more effective than punishment and the children who are punished become very different people than the children who are disciplined. Using the guidance approach to discipline means using developmentally appropriate guidance. That means having a clear understanding of the stage of development that the child is in and knowing what can be expected for that age. With this in mind, we choose to use discipline strategy or techniques that best fits the child and the situation. Perhaps the greatest advantage of this approach is that it is based on open communication, positive discipline, and the techniques can apply to a child of any age. What are the five types of discipline? There are five major types of discipline. You shouldn't choose one and stick to it because some situations require stronger discipline than others. Instead, you can pick and choose between the five types of discipline to suit the specific situation. One, one is boundary-based discipline. Using boundary-based discipline means laying out a set of rules. It then gives your child the choice to either obey the rules or face the consequences. How does this work in the real world? You might have a child who refuses to clean up their toys. To deal with this using boundary-based discipline, you will set up a rule your child must comply with and a consequence if they do not. In this case, you could say, if you do not clean up your toys, you can't watch TV after dinner. This lays out a clear choice for your child. They can do what is asked of them to do or not, but if they choose not, then there will be consequences. Two is positive discipline. Using positive discipline is viewed by some people as soft or letting the child take the lead. However, sometimes you get the best results by working with your child and steering them in the direction of forming their own solutions. Imagine, again, that your child says they don't want to pick up their toys. A positive discipline approach might involve you acknowledging they do not want to clean up. You would then say that while you understand their feelings, leaving their toys on the floor is not an option. At this point, you ask your child what they think you can both do to help them pick up their toys. This is not the same as asking your child to pick up their toys, having them rudely refuse and then doing it yourself. It is showing your child you respect their feelings on the matter, but that the rules must be followed 
So they need to find a way to follow them. Three is behavior modification. Behavior modification involves praising your child and reinforcing good behavior while ignoring the bad. With the child who will not pick up their toys, you might remind them that they go to the park in the afternoon, but only after they have picked up their toys. If your child decides to clean up, they receive praises for doing so and (laughs) they get their regular trip to the park. If any response with negative behavior or refuse to do so, you ignore that behavior and they do not go to the park. Four is emotion coaching. Emotion coaching is the form a, is a form of discipline that focuses on helping children recognize and identify their emotions. And it's, and at its core is the theory that both parents and children are free to experience any emotion. You don't tell your child they should feel a particular way. Instead, it is the parent's responsibility to observe their child and make the connection between behavior and emotions. Parents are then meant to connect with their child and not ignore the misbehavior. Following this, you help your child label their emotions and team up together to find ways to work with their feelings. In the pick up your toys example, you would tell your child you recognize they are upset that they have to clean up their toys. You would encourage them to share their feelings with you before moving on to finding a solution that has them picking up their toys. But that is also respectful of their feelings. And five, gentle, gentle discipline. Gentle discipline relies on redirection to help prevent children from indulging in bad behavior. It can be especially effective with younger children who are not yet old enough to understand the concepts of actions of their and, and their consequences. Gentle discipline is most useful in response to moments of bad behavior. If your child has to if your child has to have a tantrum instead of putting away their toys, you might turn the tide or the tidying into a game. The idea is to break the moment of misbehavior and redirect your child's energy in a more positive direction. The benefits of discipline. Discipline fosters a more positive relationship with your child. It shows them the world can be a fair place with consistent rules which are applied justly. Discipline also teaches your child they are responsible for their behavior and that any negative consequences are wholly attributable to their actions. How do you discipline and not punish? It can be a difficult thing to discipline and not punish, especially if you were punished rather than discipline yourself as a child. However, discipline takes many forms and how to discipline a child more effectively is an ever evolving journey for most parents. Nobody is perfect. And even with the best of intentions, a punishment can occur in the heat of the moment. So, How do you use discipline and not punishment? Be a role model. Modeling good behavior for your child is a crucial component of effective discipline. If you are unable to behave correctly, follow the rules, control or follow your emotions and make good choices, how can you expect your child to do the same? 
as well as behaving in a way that sets a good example, you should also be honest about your own mistakes. If you slip and make a bad behavior choice, acknowledge that to your child. Tell them you chose the wrong path. Then explain how you wish you had made the right decision. An adult who is able to acknowledge their mistakes and apologize for them is an excellent role model. Use a positive approach and positive reinforcement whenever possible. Point out the good behavior of your child that uh, your child displays and praise them for making good decisions. Instead of taking something away as a punishment, give something to reward the positive. This can be as simple as staying up a half hour later than usual or a spontaneous trip to the park. Try not to tie these positive reinforcement directly to one good thing or to refraining from an overtly negative behavior. Don't say, you didn't fight with your sister today. Well done. Let's go to the park. Instead, you'll say, I see you and your sister have been getting along better this week. That's nice to see. How about we celebrate with a trip to the park? Be consistent. The importance of consistency can be, can't be stressed enough. A child who is allowed to do something one day should not be disciplined for doing it the same thing the next day. If rules do have to change, explain to your child that the rule has changed. When appropriate, also tell them why the rule has changed. Then tell your child what they are expected to do instead and have them explain their entire thing back to you to demonstrate their understanding. Finally, depending on the reason for the change, consider giving them a free pass or warning on the first breaking of the new change of rules. This is especially helpful if something has long been established as acceptable suddenly becomes something they can no longer do. They may need a bit of a learning curve. Opt for discipline whenever possible. Using discipline instead of punishment is not giving free reign to your child and allowing them to do what they like. Instead, discipline is about teaching your child that when they make the choice to behave in a particular way, those choices have consequences. They will also learn that they are responsible for those consequences and that if they do not like them, they should not make bad choices in the first place. By fostering such an atmosphere in your home, you are giving autonomy to your child. This helps them become positive, confident, respectful adults who take responsibility for their actions. Remember, discipline is about teaching your child the skills they need to deal with the situation and their own wants, needs, and emotion, modeling good behavior and choices yourself, providing consistency so your child is clear about the rules and the behavior expected of them. With this approach, you will be, provi- you will be providing your child with the skills for life. Visit the website www.primetimeparenting.org. Go to the forum tab, post a comment, and let us know what you think about parenting. Or post a topic you would like to hear in an upcoming podcast. So join me again on the next podcast. I am Tommy Warren. 
chief podcaster for primetimeparenting.org, where at primetimeparenting.org, we don't see problems, we see solutions.